Hi, I'm Darren Peppard. Welcome to the Leaning into Leadership podcast, the podcast dedicated to today's hardworking leader. Join me every Sunday for leadership insight, inspiration, and a little pep talk to keep you rolling down your road to awesome. Hey, everybody. Welcome into episode 119 of the Leaning into Leadership podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, we're going to talk about being a leader of significance. You know, each one of us, when we step into a leadership role, we want to make a difference. We don't just step into the role to step into the role. And my guest on the show today, Masango Mokwa, is an absolute expert in this particular space. Masango is a really interesting individual who didn't necessarily set out to be a leader, but found himself called to lead. He's a seasoned executive and a consultant who has dedicated his career to helping companies thrive by commercializing new technologies, diversifying their product offerings, and entering new markets. Now, across this 30-plus years of leadership experience, he's applied these unique talents for identifying leadership gaps and developing talent and culture that's necessary for success. And this is a thing that I find so interesting when we talk about being a leader of significance. Masango is very much about demystifying human capital. How do we best leverage the people that we have? How do we best create a culture where people know that it's okay to take a risk and to take a chance? Masango and I had a great conversation here recently. Uh, You're going to really love this. He's going to talk about things like his leadership journey, about what happens when you are called to lead, when you're not necessarily looking for it, and One of my favorite parts of this episode is he's going to talk midway about really trusting your instincts and how there are times where you might get some pressure from others to make a decision to select a different employee when you know in your gut who the right person is. Masango is going to give you some advice on how you go about navigating that and just so much more. Folks, this is a great episode. Stick around. You're going to get it right after this. Have you ever found yourself in professional development thinking, how is this supposed to help me be a better leader? Folks, PD for Leaders needs to focus on leadership. Introducing High Performance Leadership Teams, a two-day workshop from Road to Awesome. In this two-day workshop, we focus on getting the team very clear on their shared values, direction, and mission. Getting to know the house and understanding the strengths that each of us bring to the table and how we best leverage those. We focus on how we go about getting the work done. We focus on team dynamics. We focus on how it is that we continue to evolve together as a team. Hey, right now, it's a tough time to be a leader. And it's really difficult to grow together as a leadership team unless you're intentional. High Performance Leadership Teams is exactly that, an opportunity to be very intentional about your team. Hey, leaders, I want to work with your team. I want to help set you up for success. Send me an email at darrenmpeppard at roadtoawesome.net or shoot me a direct message on social media. Let's get your leadership team on the road to awesome with High Performance Leadership Teams. Hello, middle-level educators. Are you looking for a nationwide type of conference at the fraction of the cost? 
The North Carolina Association for Middle Level Education welcomes you to Charlotte, North Carolina, March 24th through the 26th for the 2024 NCMLE Inspire Conference. My name is David James, NCMLE Marketing and Conference Director, and I want to personally invite you to our annual conference. You will not want to miss our keynote and featured speakers that lead over 120 middle-specific teaching and learning sessions. Our featured speaker lineup includes EDU experts from across the country, such as principal and leadership expert Baruti Kefele, Charles Williams, LaQuanta Nelson, Zach Bowermaster, and the host of the Leaning Into Leadership podcast, Dr. Darren Peppard. The NCMLE Inspire Conference is for everyone. Go to ncmle.org to register your team for the 2024 NCMLE Inspire Conference today. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get on to the episode. I think every one of us, when we step into a leadership role, want to make an impact. I think every one of us, when we step into a leadership role, truly want to be significant in the lives of the people that we lead. Today on the show, I have Masongo Mokwa, and he and I are going to talk about that. We're going to talk about his book, Be a Leader of Significance. We're going to talk about leadership gaps. We're going to talk about some practical things that each of us as leaders can do to ensure that we are doing just that and making an impact and being significant to those that we lead. So with that, Masango, welcome into Leaning Into Leadership. Hey, thank you, Darren. Uh, thank you uh, for having me on your show. It's, uh, it's an honor. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's great to, to sit down and have another conversation with you. Um, as, as most people who listen to the show know, I typically sit down and have a conversation with, uh, with a guest prior to having them on. And you and I, of course, yeah. uh, have done that and, and had a really good conversation. I'm, I'm excited to share um, uh, your, your knowledge, your expertise uh, with everybody today. Let's, let's maybe lead in with a little bit about you, your background, and what you've done so much in the leadership space. So, so just whatever it is that you want to share. Yes, uh, I have uh, uh, 30 years in senior leadership position in R&D and operation with uh, global companies such as A.C. Uh, Johnson, Rycold, uh, Polyoan, which is Aviant, Asian Paint. And uh, these are companies in the chemical and the material industry. Uh, I've been fortunate to have uh, been given assignments that put me in a position uh, where I would uh, where my transformational leadership style I was impactful not only on the growth of the company but also on the people. Uh, I'm currently a president at uh, Attaway Advanced Materials. I'm also a leadership coach, and as you mentioned earlier, I'm uh, I've just written a book called "Be a Leader of uh, Significance." Now, I uh, uh, my journey really. Uh, uh, I came into this leadership, uh, Darren, by accident. Uh, so I just finished my PhD and uh, taking a job with the specialty uh, chemical uh, company in Ohio. Uh, I was uh, very excited uh, to be part of the R&D uh, uh, division, and I was looking forward to uh, 
developing new products, uh, developing uh, patents, and, and so on. But uh, not long after I started, uh, the head of the department called me in one-on-one meeting, and he told me, uh, well, Mosongo would like to make you uh, a manager. Uh, so uh, uh, yeah, I've spoken to your peers. They all think that uh, you, this role will be uh, a good fit for you. Now, I never managed people before, and I was caught off guard by, uh, uh, by this sudden announcement. Uh, so I told him, well, I'm not really sure if I'm ready to do this. I've never managed people. He told me, don't worry, you'll be fine. So all of a sudden, I was a brand new manager with no management experience, and I have to figure out things out. So uh, uh, that's not something really envisioned uh, once, uh, once, uh, once I finish my research work at uh, Northwestern University. So uh, at those days, this was uh, in the early 90s, uh, we did not have... Uh, like today, a number of those mentoring program, uh, training, and so on. So luckily for me, a few people helped me uh, fill uh, in various gaps, but I was more or less on my own. Uh, so that's really uh, the story there. Uh, so right away, I have to face the choice uh, to do what other leaders around me were doing uh, or what I felt uh, was best for the people I was leading and for their organization as a whole. Uh, I chose the latter, and uh, I've never looked looked back. One year passed, two years passed, and so on. And uh, along the way, I, I discovered a number of uh, behaviors and actions a leader must take uh, to operate as personal best. Uh, I've, I've included uh, some of those uh, uh, throughout my book, which I'll be able to, to share with, with your listeners. That's excellent. A, a tremendous amount of experience. And the, the thing that I want to go kind of go at and talk a little bit deeper, have you talk a little bit deeper about is that experience when you move from one with to or one of to one with. In other words, going from from being, you know, in, in more of the worker space and then stepping into the management role like you did. You, know, you mentioned there that you, know, you really didn't have much, you know, leadership experience, didn't necessarily see yourself, you know, stepping into that role until they came to you. Um, and also that um, you, you didn't really have, you know, that, that mentoring program or coaching like, like you and I both, you know, we, we coach leaders and we're able to support them in that in that early career work. And we'll, we'll talk about that more a little bit later. But what really stood out to me as, as you were talking was, was something that I think is very common in leadership across, across all spaces, whether it's an education space like mine, a business and, and chemical space like yours. Um, people will, will be promoted because of the work they do, and then they move into roles where the skill set is not necessarily transferable from the previous role to the current role. Talk a little bit more about that experience for you. Obviously, you, know, you figured it out by maybe going a little bit different way than, than most of the leaders were doing within your company. But mm -hmm. talk, talk a little bit about that, about that, that skill set that you step up to when you move to where you're leading people. Yeah. Uh, uh, first of all, leadership is really a journey. It's a, it's a journey of, uh, of growth and, uh, and, uh, and, and the development. As for me, uh, when I reflect uh, on that uh, particular experience, uh, what really uh, 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 crystallized for me 
is that uh, is that uh, 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 to uh, 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 you you grow you grow by uh, by uh, <laughs> what Christian has for me and hopefully hopefully for your listeners that uh, is the thought that uh, growth and, and comfort uh, they, they 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 don't coexist. So for you to grow, you have to be in some sort of that uh, comfortable position. And, uh, and, uh, and 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 uh, you might go through uh, and I did go through frustration, fear, and so on. But once I stepped out of that space, I was able to learn, to learn and discover myself. And and I think uh, and when I look back at uh, uh, various changes I made in my career, uh, each time I was put uh, in a new situation, uh, at the time very uncomfortable. But 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 that also presented an opportunity for growth. So I think uh, I think when we are making those those changes in our career, that uh, obviously we have to have uh, some basic competencies. But but certainly that growth mindset is going to be required. Yeah, I, I think that's such a key piece right there. That that the mindset of the leader has to be around growth. Uh, so often I think people step into leadership roles and either they think they need to know it all um, or be highly proficient right away, or the people that, that uh, they are leading, the people they're charged with leading, expect them to be perfect and only get better as as they grow. So I appreciate yeah. that you talk about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if I may it's, add, it's huge. Now, Go ahead. If I may add, is that leadership is also about uh, about learning, huh? it's about uh, adapting and and owning uh, skills over time. Uh, it's, it's, it's obviously embracing uh, the mindset that uh, that growth mindset, which opens up incredible opportunities huh, for the uh, for for anyone huh, to become uh, to become a great leader. So let's 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 chase that just a little bit further. So mm-hmm. you you move into this this management space, and then obviously mm-hmm. over time you've you've continued to to grow and advance into into other positions. You're you know you're in a president position at this point in time. Mm-hmm. What what were some of the things that you discovered about yourself, or that you learned about leadership as you've gone on this journey, as you've made the the progression from your first management position to what you're doing now. Yeah, it's a, it's a, this is a, this is actually this is actually a, a great question because I think I, I think along the way and and that was actually uh, one of those uh, uh, leadership crucible uh, which which helped me discover my my own uh, my own authenticity. Uh, so in in my first job. Uh, 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 I reported it to, uh, to, uh, to, 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 to a manager who was, uh, uh, what you would call today a very traditional manager. Uh, so, uh, so he had, uh, uh, very strong control over the department, uh, on how it project was distributed, uh, who is going to lead what initiative. Uh, he certainly had, uh, uh his favorite and, uh, did not really, uh, uh bother to be subtle about it. So if we wanted to have uh, John in, in some position and uh, to lead the project, then he will simply uh, anoint them uh, to do so, regardless of what uh, uh, the other manager or someone else, uh, uh, you know, people had in mind. So uh, 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 towards uh, that uh, first year as a manager, our company launched an initiative, 
to look at key new technologies, and those technologies were meant to uh, to come into my portfolio. So, uh, so the, the our VP was the task. Uh, he tasked me uh, with building a team from R&D group to lead the initiative. Uh, so, uh, because he knew that that uh, particular technology will be will be uh, will be part of my, uh, my my portfolio. So, at one of those uh, weekly uh, managers meeting, uh, he asked me whether uh, whether I've uh, made my choice for who was going to lead the project. Uh, I, I could see that he has already written out uh, on a piece of paper uh, familiar names uh, on his notepad. Uh, I replied to him, "Yes, uh, I'm going to give it uh, to uh, to a fellow called Jim." Uh, he went; uh, his face went red. He said, "Jim," you know, in somewhat of uh, disbelief voice. Uh, I looked at the, around the group. Yeah, the manager they diverted their attention. They look at their papers or not back. And so on, and uh, and then uh, there was a sense in the room that uh, that 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 perhaps uh, that was uh, my uh, my death sentence there because uh, <laughs> because uh, the, the the head of the department was known to to be holding grudges. So uh, so uh, so 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 that was. But the meeting went as scheduled, and the VP said very little afterward. And one of the managers approached me after the meeting. He told me, "Ah." You really need to think of uh, what uh, what uh, what this fellow was was saying, you know. I told him, well, uh, you know, I, I appreciate the all good candidate, but I really think that uh, this fellow Jim is uh, the right person to lead this particular project. So, uh, and then uh, and then the VP also came to me and asked me to reconsider my choice, uh, but I just could not come to to that because I knew uh, uh, this fellow Jim was uh, was the right person. He was a hardworking fellow. Very detailed. Uh, that was the skills that uh, this particular project was going to to call on. So one thing I've discovered during uh, during uh, that 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 period is that uh, uh, how important it is to give other people chances, especially if uh, if if they are advocating uh, for for themselves. Huh? Because this fellow Jim actually he came to me asking if he could uh, have wanted the opportunity to lead, and it turned out that uh, that that uh, that I chose it. So he understood the protocol of our company, and he was aware that uh, the VP did not see much in him, but he was confident in his ability, and most of all, trusted that I shared that confidence. Uh, you know, so, uh, so, so was I really staking my career on, on Jim? Uh, success? Well, that, that, that really uh, turned out that at the end of the day, uh, 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 Jim was uh, very successful in that venture, and, uh, and uh, and later on, actually, became a go-to person for some of those uh, for that that uh, some of those technologies. But uh, but uh, but but uh, that experience was uh, was not just important for him, huh? but it was also for me huh? because it became uh, a type of fuel for me, if you will, that that I relied upon at different time in my career. So I was true to myself. Uh, I was not operating based on obligation. And expectations of, of others. So, uh, so, so that's something that uh, that uh, that uh, that I carried out uh, throughout my career, uh, being somewhat uh, independent, uh, and then uh, to be held accountable if I fail. We will return to the Leaning into Leadership podcast in just a moment. But first, let me ask you a question: Have you ever said to yourself, "Man, I should write a book"? Well, if you have, 
then let me ask you another question. What's holding you back? What keeps you from taking the step that moves you from, I have an idea about a book, to I am a published author? From experience, I would bet it's probably you're wondering who would even want to read a book that I wrote. Maybe you're questioning the idea. Is it unique enough? Is it valid enough? Is it good enough to be a book worthy of having published? Hey, as a best-selling author myself, I can tell you most writers have had the exact same feelings at some point in time during their writing journey. Here at Road to Awesome, we believe in cultivating leaders by elevating voices and promoting positivity. And a part of that work is publishing books for educators by educators. Go to roadtoawesome.net and hit the contact us button to set up a free, no obligation conversation about your book idea. Hey, educators, we've all had incredible experiences. We all have amazing stories and every one of them deserves to be told. Go to roadtoawesome.net, hit the contact us button. Let's have that conversation about your book idea. And now back to the Leaning into Leadership podcast. Two really important things there that that you said, and I appreciate that you share that particular story. Um, working in reverse order, number one is staying true to yourself. And, you know, if, if you have conviction, if you believe in something, follow through with it. Um, and then number two, a huge piece that I think, um, and I know this this is a, a theme that, that kind of runs through your book, um, and that is you know, giving other op- other people the opportunity to grow, to to learn, to lead, and, you know, sticking to the belief that in this case, Jim was the right person for the project. And obviously it paid off. Um, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation if Jim hadn't, you know, really <laughs> followed through it in an effective manner. But um, definitely, definitely, you know, being true to who you are and and believing in other people, giving them the opportunity to, um, I think you talk about it as, as really releasing or releasing their creativity or, or owning their creativity, uh, two really important pieces. And and that, that takes me to the book. I, I want to make sure we touch on the book, Be a Leader of Significance. And I know that you and I've talked about this, and I know the way the book is set up, at, uh, at the end of each chapter, there's kind of like some practical practices that that people can utilize or or to reflect on their own leadership um talk a little bit about um first just the concept of of writing writing your book you know what was it that ignited you to say hey i want to write a book i'm always thrilled and fascinated um i i know why i wrote my my first book i'm just always curious what what the journey was because just like leadership writing a book is a journey so I'm, I'm curious about that journey and then maybe talk a little bit about the structure of the book. Yeah, uh, the book, uh, the book came to me, uh, uh, it, it's, a, it's a somewhat of a reflection, eh, my book. It's a reflection on, uh, on, uh, on, uh, on, uh, on behavior and action. And, uh, and uh, uh, you see, Darin, uh, over the years, when I met uh, uh, managers, uh, that I had uh, the, 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 the the fortune to 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 work with. Uh, when we meet, we never talk about the products that we have developed. We never talk about 
the how much revenue those products generated. But we talk about uh, 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 the experience that, uh, that 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 some of them or some of us went through while developing those activities. So those are the things that uh, that 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 they remember. Uh, uh, um, so today you're not going to excite people by putting a goal that uh, our goal is to double uh, the share price. Nobody's going to get excited about that. Uh, but 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 if you if you put something more inspiring, uh, you know, innovation and so on, then people get inspired. That. But then by doing so, if you can create those moments of significance that they could remember. And, 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 and even seeking to, to relieve it again, then that is even more powerful. So I find that uh, at the end of the day, uh, the goal was not really uh, uh, to, uh, uh, to get uh, increase in revenue and so on. Those came as an outcome of that uh, transformation that uh, individual experience during the process. So, uh, so that's what I wanted uh, to share uh, uh, to share, uh, to share uh, in the book. Um, so the, the the aim of the book really was uh, to advocate for that uh, uh, impactful uh, uh, leadership uh, in everyday moment. Uh, it was also uh, to inspire people uh, to seize uh, uh, to seize on those leadership opportunity, create those moments of significance. So uh, so uh, I've developed uh, over the years. Uh, uh, some principles, some ideas uh, to help uh, executives uh, to uh, to sharpen their own leadership uh, capabilities. Uh, so in the book, I'm uh, uh, I'm giving uh, relating number of stories from my leadership journey across uh, uh, companies across uh, continent. Uh, so that is uh, chapter by chapter. At the end of the at the end of each chapter, I put some reflection and some recommendation or suggestion, if you will, for people, perhaps, uh, you know, once they go back to the office, they can, uh, they can employ. So, so that's, uh, so that's how I came, I came to the book. Yeah. I love that. You know, it, yeah. I obviously, you know, having, having written a couple books myself and um, working with authors uh, on a pretty regular basis, uh, what, what you just said, um, I think is one of the most important pieces to writing a book. Um, and I think this is something that a lot of people, when they have the desire to write a book, maybe they stumble on uh, or that they struggle with in, in thinking that, you know, in, in both of our cases, leadership books, it's not about having this magic formula for, for leadership. It's about telling your stories, sharing the experiences that, that you have had, that others have had as a result of the work. Um, and I love that you talk about, you said it multiple times, um, I love that you talk about that it wasn't about increasing revenue or in, you know increasing a stock price. In education for us, it, it can't be about a test score or a set of test scores. It is about the experience. It's about the process and about the work that we do that leads to those outcomes of higher stock prices or... Yeah. better test yeah. scores. I, I just, I think that's fantastic. Go ahead, go ahead and run with that a little bit. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. Actually, there are, there are very simple things that, uh, that, uh, that the leaders can do, huh? uh, because there are, uh, uh, 
there are a number of junctions during the day where uh, we come across other people. Uh, it could be coffee shop, uh, I mean, at the coffee machine, sorry. It could be a one-on-one -on -one meeting. It could be, uh, it could be uh, in, uh, in, uh, in some gathering and, and so on. So, 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 so you can set the tone. Uh, people can already begin to set the tone of those various conversations. Uh, for example, you can come and say, uh, how are you doing? And then you walk. <laughs> so meaning, well, you know, I'm greeting you, but really, I don't have time <laughs> to spend much time. So, so, so we have to become aware of that. But whereas if you, if you really uh, ask your question, uh, 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 what would you like to do this month? Uh, uh, what are the bright spots on your team? Uh, uh, tell me more about your activity last week. Uh, any surprises there? Then you begin to, to have that, that, that conversation. Uh, I had, um, uh, there was one vice president of human resources who worked with me many years ago. He told me something that still resonates in my mind. He said that when you're having conversation with people, people have to come away from the conversation energized. So, so I, I came to realize actually it, it's in the, it's, it's in, in the tone of that conversation. It's in the, the way we're putting those questions. You you need to have the the other individual to be to be somewhat of a, of in a reflective mode, not to be uh, in a kind of judgmental. You meet somebody asking, "What do you do for a living?" Well, I mean, you you can phrase it uh, different. You could, for example, ask, uh, uh, "What what brought you uh, to Chapel Hill? Uh, what brought you to to Nebraska?" Then you open up now the different types of conversation. Uh, so so those are some of the things that I think uh, people can do. Uh, for the other one is that uh, for the leader, uh, for them uh, to be to be visible. Uh, nobody is going to trust somebody who is invisible. Huh? So uh, don't lock yourself up in your office because you are busy. You have hundred email and the door closed. That means you don't want to be to be uh, to be to be approachable. Uh, you need to uh, uh, obviously uh, to, to 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 connect to people, uh, which I mentioned. And because at the end of the day, Darren, what people are looking for, they are looking for a, a sense of belonging. Uh, I remember uh, one scientist who worked with me early in my career. Uh, this fellow was uh, uh, was enjoying great chemistry. I mean, you could, uh, uh, once you mention uh, synthesis, uh, you, you can see his eyes, uh, you know, <laughs> twinkling and so on. And then I asked him one day by the coffee machine, I said, uh, what is it about this place that, that you like? And I was expecting that he would tell me, oh, great projects, we're going to develop these good uh, products and so on and so on. No, what he told me, say, what I like in this place is that during lunchtime, I can go and play ping pong. I can meet Mark, I can uh, meet uh, uh, John and, and we can exchange ideas and, and so on. So, so 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 really what uh, what 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 they told me that uh, is that uh, is that uh, uh, is really the notion of uh, of belonging to a group uh, that that really uh, that, that 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 really gave him room eh, to to be himself you know just being part of that group and, and playing ping pong and so on. Uh, the other one that uh, 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 people look for is obviously psychological safety uh so uh, i remember here uh, one one employee uh who was uh, uh she was in marketing 
and then uh, and then uh, she got transferred into my group. And uh, she was telling me that the one she first started uh, a role in marketing, uh, the uh, uh, the manager there was all excited, uh, giving a lot of compliments and so forth. But then as time went by, she began to hear those rumors that perhaps uh, her performance was not uh, at par and so on. Uh, but the manager never never really told her. Uh, she began to realize that uh, she was no longer invited uh, in some of the meetings uh, and so on. And then uh, I asked her, actually, I told her, I say, why did you not go and confront the manager? At least ask the question. And what, what she told me is that uh, she did not feel safe in, in that particular group to even go and ask that question. Uh, so, so you have that psychological safety. And she also added is that uh, she began to feel invisible in that group. Uh, so, 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 so that psychological safety there. Uh, so, as a leader, we need to create. Uh, we need to create. Uh, we need to create that space. In fact, it is known uh, that uh, when a group is higher in psychological safety, uh, it's likely that they'll be more innovative. They will do high quality work. Uh, teams will admit their mistake readily. Uh, and it gives space to have difficult conversation. And also, uh, 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 it allows people to, to learn. And it, uh, it's conducive to that learning environment. And the final thing I would add, Darren, is, uh, is that people look uh, to, be, to be valued. Now, there are many ways people can be valued. Huh? But, but I think there are some uh, very simple things uh, uh, where people can feel valued. Uh, I, I remember one manager who told me uh, that uh, that uh, that was many years ago, perhaps 15 years ago, uh, and it still resonates in my head. He said that as I was passing in the corridor, I saw him and I told him, I said, uh, hey, Joe, uh, 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 you know, I, I have not forgotten you. I just made that comment. And then, uh, and, and, and in truth, I did not forget him. I was, I was aware that I did not spend much time with him. But he told me that uh, that that comment that comment made him feel value. He could realize that uh, I could see him, uh, that 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 I was present in his mind. So so those are some of the things that I think uh, I think as manager we can do. Uh, they, are, they are very simple things to do, uh, and uh, like a way of uh, introducing uh, someone. You can introduce someone in some of a dismissive way uh, because you are in a rush. Uh, but but you can you can take and, and then say some good words to the person that you're introducing, whether it's uh, at the conference or at a company gathering and so on. So those are some of the things I, I think that we can uh, we, we can do huh, as managers. Just absolute leadership gold right there. Um, love everything that you just said. It reinforces uh, a, a belief that I have in leadership that everyone wants to feel seen, heard, valued, and trusted. Yeah. And that's what I heard you say repeatedly in there without using those exact words. That's that's exactly where you were. So leaders take this away from what Basongo is saying. Your work is about creating the environment where that can happen. That is a huge piece of what you do each and every day. So let's let's go ahead and transition really quick, uh, Masango, to the last question that I ask everybody here on the Leading into Leadership podcast. We could we could continue to chase this for for hours. I'm absolutely loving and valuing this conversation. 
but yeah. uh, we'll, for time's sake, we'll go ahead and bounce forward. Um, it's the Leaning Into Leadership podcast. So, Masango, how are you leaning into leadership right now? Well, uh, uh, what uh, uh, I have passion for uh, for reading. Um, I'm, I'm curious uh, by, uh, by 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 nature, so so I read on a, a wide range of subjects. Uh, I particularly like reading a non-fiction book. Uh, that that that's certainly something uh, something that that I do, uh, and also and I also uh, 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 publish. Huh? So uh, so uh, so I read a lot, and also I share my insight uh, at an interview or uh, or or article uh, for a publication. Uh, years ago, I gave an interview uh, uh, with uh, Human Capital. Uh, of, uh, a few. Another interview with uh, Professor uh, Wanda Curley on American Public University. We're talking about uh, neuroscience project management. Um, uh, some in the Journal of uh, Creative Behavior, uh, and so on. And I have a number of uh, uh, posts uh, on uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, <laughs> one was uh, was uh, creativity. Uh, what uh, managers can learn from uh, jazz musicians. Uh, so just sharing with people some of uh, some of my thoughts. Um, another one was uh, was uh, why business leader need uh, uh, to understand neuroscience. Uh, so um, I shared those things there uh, to also seek feedback, uh, uh, interact interact with people. And uh, what I've uh, traditionally do is that uh, with uh, the team of my direct report, I like uh, uh, taking one particular article it could be related to leadership or something of that, that sort uh, give you give it to them so and then uh, request to them after a week to come and uh, and then we will discuss uh, that particular article and see whether it's relevant uh, with with our team or uh, there are some good ideas there that perhaps can inspire us uh, so so these are these are some of the things uh, uh, that, uh, that 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 I do huh? because I I sincerely believe uh, in the in in a lifelong uh, lifelong learning, I mean learning uh, doesn't end when when we finish school actually, yeah, because that learning is more of uh, 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 extrinsic. Uh, whereas uh, that life learning is uh, is uh, is intrinsic. Uh, so uh, so 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 you're no longer the, at the mercy of the quote unquote expert. Uh, you can uh, you can uh, you education really uh, uh, is something that uh, you yourself you have taken upon. It allows you to uh, understand the world around you, uh, to understand topic, uh, to bring your own your own understanding. Eh? So, so this is what uh, this is what I do, uh, Darren. I love it. So, how do people get in touch with you? How do they find you? How do they connect with you? Yes, I can. Uh, I can be found uh, uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, so, uh, Mosongo Mukwa. Uh, on LinkedIn, I'm, I'm there. Uh, they can also check uh, my website, uh, mosongomokwa.com. Uh, so they, they, they could they, they could get there. Uh, and if, if they sign up, they could have a free uh, a free copy of a chapter of the book. Uh, so those are those are those are areas. Uh, my book is uh, called "Be a Leader of Significance." Uh, it's uh, it's on on Amazon. Uh, so so they could find it uh, there as well. Excellent. I will make sure that we 
connect or drop uh, hyperlinks in the show notes, folks, for uh, Masongo's LinkedIn, his website, and of course, to go and grab a copy of his book. Masanga, thank you so much for joining me here on Leaning Into Leadership. No, the pleasure has been mine, Darren. I appreciate uh, the conversation. Uh, uh, you know, I'll be interested in hearing what uh, some of your, your listeners uh, uh, feedback and, uh, uh, you know, this conversation continues. And thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. Oh, my. Just some total leadership gold there from Masongo Mokwa. I really appreciate him coming on the show and sharing such incredible insights. You know, folks, it just goes back to what I say so frequently here on the show, that great leadership is great leadership, and it doesn't matter where it is that that leadership comes from. We can learn from leaders in all different walks of life because, again, great leadership is great leadership. And now it's time for a pep talk. So as I sit here recording, I'm looking out the window and we are absolutely getting drilled by a snowstorm. The bomb cyclone snowstorm has settled in over eastern Nebraska and it is incredible how much snow and wind we're starting to see. The really amazing thing to me is we're so good now with weather forecasting that we knew pretty well in advance, probably almost a week in advance that this storm was coming. And really we got some good warning about what to do to prepare. So we had been to the grocery store, we had all of our supplies stocked up. We'd you know, made sure that we did not have to leave. We could batten down the hatches and we could weather this storm. But it made me think a lot about leadership. And it made me think a lot about the challenges, the storms, if you will, that we face as leaders throughout the course of our leadership journey. You know, some of those storms are ones we know are coming. We see them coming a mile away and we're prepared for them. We've done the right work to be ready when the storm comes to handle that situation. But oftentimes as leaders, the storms that hit us are the ones that we really did not know were on their way. And all of a sudden here we are and we have to weather a storm that maybe we were or weren't prepared for. You see, to me, the great leaders are the ones who find a way to be prepared for almost any storm that can come their way. And they know that even when the storm gets really challenging, that they're going to need to rise to the top. They're going to be the ones who get out in front and lead from that area. You know, great leaders lead from three different positions, lead from the front, lead from the middle, lead from the back. I talked about it in my book, Road to Awesome, The Journey of a Leader. It's when we're weathering the storm that we really need to be leading from the front. So take that for what it's worth, folks. We're all going to weather storms. The challenge as leaders is how well do we prepare for the storms we know are coming and for the storms we're not too sure about? And then what do we do to lead through those different situations? Take it for what it's worth. If there's anything I can do to help you, by all means, reach out to me here at Road to Awesome. Thanks for enjoying the Leaning Into Leadership podcast. Thank you for listening to the Leaning Into Leadership podcast, brought to you by Road to Awesome. Don't forget, click subscribe, give a review, and share this with somebody who might also enjoy leaning into leadership.